0: Welcome to this companion episode of the Thriving Over Surviving podcast where we discuss the ups and downs of our autoimmune diagnoses, but ultimately how we thrive in spite of it. I'm your host, Edie Sohesian. Since my diagnosis of multiple sclerosis in 2015, I've learned that having a supportive community of like-minded people helps motivate me to live my best life. In these shorter companion episodes, I talk with both autoimmune warriors, and healthcare professionals who share their best tips that will help us thrive. Do you ever get dizzy? I'm talking knock me over, way worse than a hangover, tilt the world, got nothing on this dizzy. Today, we're talking to Dr. Gretchen Holly, physical therapist about vertigo, which I really am intrigued about. I get vertigo myself. So come on, let's chat it up with Dr. Gretchen Holly. Hi, Dr. Gretchen. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for joining us here on the Thriving Over Surviving podcast. I'm super excited to chat with you. I'm excited too. Thank you for having me. Yay. Um, so it's been a minute coming. Um, I know we had planned this, um, like six weeks ago. And so your schedule is very busy as it should be because, um, as an MS specialist, um, you just have so much to offer our community and, um, in, researching about the things that you have to offer us. I learned some things about you and it's funny because we have a lot in common that I didn't realize. So I understand that you are a quilter. Is that true? Yes, I love quilting. And who who taught you?
1: My aunt taught me. So I grew up sewing and just more like you know, child things, embroidering, like pillows and things like that. But, you know, nothing great. But I really enjoyed sewing. And then actually in PT school, the first summer of physical therapy school, you have to do a clinical rotation, which I chose to do one back in my hometown. And so I was visiting home, and my aunt taught me to quilt at that time just so I could have some type of escape from all the studying and working So I learned uh, my first summer of PT school.
0: (laughs) That's great. I know it's super, super relaxing. Like your mind just goes to the project. And because like I make my quilts for other people, I know you recently completed a a baby quilt. Um, And so it's just it's super fulfilling and relaxing at the same time. My grandmother taught me how to quilt. So when you do it with a family member, it's even more special.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I actually don't have any quilts. I give them all away because <laughs> it seems more meaningful. It's, it's more fun to make something if you know you're going to be giving it to someone else. So I, I usually, yeah, and it,
0: I've i been giving all of them away so far. And it fills their bucket too, right? Because it's such a yeah. um, an involved project. So very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, let's get into our questions here. So um, how did you get involved with the MS community in the first place? Yeah, that's a great question.
1: I get that question a lot. And it's interesting because a lot of people get into the MS community because they know someone with MS. And fortunately... I live in Western New York, which is known to be one of the top three places in all of the United States that has a, the one of the largest populations for MS. But fortunately, growing up, I didn't know anyone with MS, so... When I went to PT school, I didn't know anyone, but I remember learning about MS and other neurological diseases, and I just found it fascinating. IG therapy wasn't cookie cutter, it's not like a hip replacement or um, back pain or neck pain where someone comes in and you say, okay, these are your symptoms, this is likely the program will do. You know, when someone with MS comes in, it's different every day. Every person with MS presents differently. And even the same person can present differently each each day that you see them, which I loved. I, I love brainstorming and coming up with the best exercises, not only for MS, but for how you're feeling that day. So my first job out of PT school was an orthopedic clinic, meaning knee replacement, hip replacement, back pain, neck pain, you know, a lot of orthopedic injuries. And I really liked it, but the opportunity came up where my boss wanted to start an MS program. And immediately I jumped at the opportunity because I knew that that was more of the neuro side that I was so intrigued with. And so I immediately jumped at it and I saw, I believe it was just two clients and they were so vastly different that that's when I decided that I would not only wanted to start this program and treat people with MS, but I really wanted to become an MS specialist. It was very clear to me that the same techniques and exercises for orthopedic PT, we're not going to cut it for MS PT. So that's why I just jumped all in. And now it's been about five or six years, somewhere in between there. And I just love it.
0: Well, I know that your community is thriving um, as we want to grow ours as well. Um, And so um, you seem like you're very successful at it. Can you possibly give us um, some tips um, about one of the areas in which you um, support MS patients?
1: Yeah, so I love supporting anyone with MS in any way I can, and I'm very passionate about, passionate about making it accessible, which is why I love doing podcast interviews, and I've done support groups to individual support groups as well as one that I'm hosting or co-hosting now virtually. Um, you know, I do live chats over on Instagram and then Facebook, and sometimes it's just a Q and a of, you know, ask me your questions and, and I'll answer them for you. And then I also have most recently a five day challenge where I'm able to just give my tips and strategies and there's just one per day and it's all virtual. So anyone can live anywhere and participate in any of those things.
0: Wonderful. Um, I know I'm, I'm investigating it as we speak this morning um, because I'm very interested in um, the types of things that are offered in the online community because um, where I am, there's some access to um, support, but having the ability to get it from anywhere at any time um, through that online component is really um, nice because it's so accessible you know, and it can reach so many more people. So talk to us about um, specifically vertigo and maybe some um, things that you would recommend to people. I I get vertigo. Um, I have it for like seven to 10 days when I get it. And um, it's pretty debilitating, especially in the first two or three days. Um, I really need to lie perfectly still. I actually had a Christmas morning that I woke up with it and did not get to participate with my family as a result. And I slept all day long because it just knocks you out as well. Um, And so I'd love to hear some suggestions or tips um, regarding vertigo.
1: Absolutely. And vertigo, I think this is an important thing to mention too that vertigo can happen to anyone, MS or not. And sometimes it's the same cause. You can have vertigo from a fall or for no reason at all or from MS. And there's other things that cause vertigo as well. But for this community, those are usually the things. If you fall, that can cause vertigo. Sometimes there's no reason at all or it can actually be from the disease process itself. So the treatments and tips are different based on what the cause is. So the first thing, especially if it's your first time having vertigo, definitely get it checked out so that you can, you know, try to determine what the cause is. If the cause is something that what we call a hypo vestibular system, meaning your vestibular system is a little bit slow, it's lagging, then there are actually eye exercises or vision exercises that you can do that will help improve your vertigo. However, if it's not caused from a hypo vestibular system and it's more caused from the disease, that's more so when they might give you a medication. But the eye exercises, well, I shouldn't just say eye, it's actually vision and head movements that you can do And it's very tricky because, and if anyone listening has experienced this, you'll know what I'm talking about, but the goal of the head and eye movements is actually to bring on the feeling of vertigo, which is obviously very uncomfortable, but the idea is to desensitize the vertigo system, or the vestibular system, rather, so you do these movements, and You are essentially starting to feel your vertigo and then you stop and then you rest. You wait for it to go away. And that might be anywhere from 10 seconds to a minute or two. Then once it goes away, you do the exercises again. And then eventually you'll feel it again. So you stop and rest and, and you repeat that cycle. And the idea is that over time, for some people that might mean over one week. For others, it's over a month. You feel better. You know, you can do it for much longer or at a quicker speed without that vertigo coming in at all. And then we can progress to the next phase.
0: Wow, that's mind blowing for me. I did not realize all those things. And I actually have um, hyperthyroidism as well. And I know that um, vertigo comes along with that. And I really don't know the cause of my vertigo. Um, a neurologist at one point said, I don't think the MS caused your vertigo at this point. Um, which could be right. Um, It could have been any one of numerous factors environmental for crying out loud, but um, that is a great tip. I really appreciate, I'm sure a lot of our listeners um, will appreciate that tip about vertigo as well. Um, Thanks for being here with us today, Dr. Gretchen. Um, I want to ask you before we go, um, where can people find you? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So I'm, I'm all over the internet because all of my programs are virtual. So I'm on Facebook as Dr. Gretchen Hawley and I'm also on Instagram as Dr. Gretchen and I have a YouTube page for Dr. Gretchen Hawley as well. And then my website is missinglink.com, but it's spelled MSING link.
0: Wonderful. Thanks again so much. Um, I know you're super busy, so I'm going to let you go today, but we're having you back very soon. So I look forward to that. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. All right. Keep thriving. Thank you for joining me for this companion episode of the Thriving Over Surviving Podcast. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and not meant to be medical advice. Should you have medical questions, please contact your healthcare provider. Join me next time on another episode of the Thriving Over Surviving Podcast.